See, the thing is, we've lived so long. We've got lots of exciting things to share. So we've seen, we've seen most of these wonderful uh, moves of the Holy Spirit in California, because we've been here. We were at the first tent meeting with Billy Graham. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know yeah. it's amazing. Wow. We've been, you know, we've seen so much. We've seen all of the wonderful ministries that have developed with, with uh, Ralph Wilkerson and. Oh, my goodness. And now Biola and Vanguard. We're just so excited about what God's doing there, too. That's incredible. Yeah. And since you came mainly because of Lonnie, I want you to look at this picture. Lonnie painted that picture. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? It's so beautiful. He painted that for me Uh about 50 years or 40 years. Oh, sure, sure. And look at Jesus' eyes. I know. And you know what I like to share, honey? Do you know about the little boy, four years old, that went to heaven? You know his story and how he uh, met Jesus. And then when he came back, he uh, every picture that they showed him of Jesus, he said, no. Oh, yeah. Well, then this little girl, eight years old, painted this picture over here. And when he saw that picture, he said, oh, that's him. No way. And guess what? We brought it home and we go, and that's him. It's the same. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same Jesus. Pretty much. No. Yeah. <laughs> little, little difference in the hairstyle. Yes. But and that was painted, yeah. what, how many years oh, ago? Oh, 50 years ago. And then this was, well, maybe 10 years ago with yeah. that other one. in heaven right now. Yeah. Oh <laughs> Isn't that <goodness>. fun? <laughs> wow. It's oh, so exciting. Wow. So we that love to amazing. share that. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, wow. it is very. Well, I'll just start. Um, <laughs> thank you, everyone, uh, for joining uh, thank you, joining Lord. us. Uh, thank welcome you, to Lord. Journey with Jen Miskov. I have the incredible honor to be in the very home of uh, friend Ruth, Ruth Wah <laughs> in, uh, in Southern California. And we're going to have an exciting conversation of what God has done in, in Southern California. And, uh, in revival in this yes. place. So we just welcome you, Jesus. Yes. We welcome you, Holy yes, Spirit. Yes. Uh, Thank you, Jesus. And we just give you uh, permission to lead this time together yes. and highlight the, the stories and testimonies that you want to um, share uh, today. So we just, yeah, we thank, thank you, you for... 97-year-olds that are burning for Jesus, and uh, what a gift, and so we received that impartation as well, so have your way, have your way. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen, thank you. It's been an exciting journey. I don't know where you want us to start. (laughs) Well, I just got shown behind me a a, a painting by Lonnie Frisbee of Jesus holding a lamb around his (laughs) Neck yeah, and, that's uh, the good shepherd. And that's, he uh, painted amazing. that for me. We had uh, uh, started our Sunday night fellowship, and I was in charge for the church. Uh, I was really kind of the doorkeeper. Lonnie was our little hippie preacher. Wow. Uh, that eventually ended up to be the harvest. That that's our Sunday night service. So, Lonnie, uh, because I was kind of the overseer for the church, he painted that picture and presented it to me. Uh, at our Sunday night group and as kind of the shepherd of that flock. Wow. So it, it has special meaning yeah. for us. <clears throat> it's been a real blessing over all these years. And wow. Now that he's gone, it's uh, priceless, you know, uh-huh. really. Where did you first meet him? Uh, <clears throat> well, I first, uh, let's see, 
1970, uh, we took a, a, a trip to uh, Copenhagen, Denmark, with a uh, group called Inner Church Renewal Ministries with Ray Brigham. I don't know whether you've ever heard of them or not, but they were very active in sharing the fullness of the Holy Spirit with, uh, at that time, primarily Catholics. And uh, so uh, we were we were working with Ray and uh, had opportunity to share us several times, but we, we'd have meetings every month or so. <clears throat> and uh, so when when we went to uh, you back uh, up and tell about Lonnie being on the on the trip. Well, yeah, Lonnie, when we took that trip to That's Copenhagen, I was going to I was going to share that we oh, I'm sorry. we took a group of 75 kids yeah. to uh, Copenhagen. Yeah. But a lady from Calvary Chapel, and this when Calvary Chapel was just uh, in its infancy, it was basically just Chuck Smith and uh, about 100 people. Yeah. Little chapel that would seat about 150 or so. Yeah, <laughs> so anyway, started. this lady heard about us <laughs> taking these kids to uh, Copenhagen. So she bought two tickets, uh, primarily for Ken Gullickson mm -hmm. and Joni. And she <laughs> actually bought them as a, as a wedding present so they could take a honeymoon. <laughs> but Joni, Joni said, you know, I don't think I should go. I really think you ought to take Lonnie. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Frisbee, so Ken and Lonnie came with us, wow. and as Lonnie, uh, as was his way, he was off doing his own thing. I mean, we had our meetings with these kids and what have you, but Lonnie was out, you know, doing his own thing, <clears throat> but that's where we first met, wow. and then uh, uh, when we came back. What from, was his own thing? Was he like evangelizing? Or well, something? no, he was, he was ministering, but... Uh, you know, he was freelancing everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but he was also, he'd also started down with, uh, well, he, at, at uh, Costa Mesa. He yeah. was, yeah, he had just, he had just come to Costa Mesa to, uh, to uh, Chuck Smith. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, Chuck had tried <laughs> to start uh, churches several times, but uh, Lonnie was the one that really is, um, made the real breakthrough with Calvary Chapel. Really, it was, it was he was the one that was responsible for wow. Calvary Chapel really Maybe being a success. Maybe back up and tell how he got down here to Santa Ana. Tell that story. Well, yeah. I love that. Uh, Lonnie actually was raised in Southern California uh, as, a, as a kid. His family was here, but he went up because of his artistic uh, ability and whatever he went up to an art school in the San Francisco area mm. and that's where he really got kind of involved in the hippie movement and what have you but uh, uh, he hitchhiked down to Southern well, first California. first he got born again up there. Yeah well he yeah he was actually won to the Lord by a street preacher in the, in the San Francisco wow. Bay Little area. Yeah. <laughs> Little Pentecostal yeah, yeah. street preacher. Wow. <laughs> and uh, so uh, he started ministry up there. Well, he, he hitchhiked down to Southern California, <laughs> and uh, one of Chuck Smith's kids picked him up on the freeway. <laughs> and immediately, encounters. Yeah, wow. immediately wow. Lonnie tried to convert him. 
And uh, he said, oh, man, you need to come home and meet my mom because it was Kay Smith that really wow. had the burden for those kids on the beach and would been wow. praying that God would uh, create an opportunity for them to really minister to those kids. <clears throat> well, he took Lonnie home with him, and uh, uh, they uh, uh, Lonnie actually stayed with them for a while, but he went out on the beach, and, and that's when they really started where Calvary Chapel really took off, and he went to the high school. That's where Greg committed his life to Christ. It was under Lonnie's ministry. Wow. Yeah. At so, the high school. Yeah. Greg, Greg, yeah. Greg Laurie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. He was just a, one of the students at the high school. Yeah. He said he saw the, this group of young people all gathered together, and they looked happy. He goes, I think I better go find out what's making them happy because <laughs> he had lost the uh, happiness that he wanted. And he said, i got to find out about them. So he goes over. He heard the good news and accepted Jesus. So that's where it all came about yeah. with, with him. Wow. <clears throat> so uh, it was uh, when, when we made that trip, uh, this lady provided those two tickets, and, and so it was Lonnie and, and Ken Gullickson that came along. But uh, that kind of opened the door. So when we came back, my our priest asked me to share in our Episcopal church what we were doing in Copenhagen, Denmark. So I shared, uh, you know, the, the story of what was going on and about Lonnie and... and uh, taking these kids and witnessing on the streets. And, and tell about the Billy Graham brochures that you used. Yeah, well, we uh, <laughs> we used a little pamphlet that Billy Graham uh, developed for... Uh, Scandinavia, uh, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a four steps to peace with God. So we, we used those when, in our sharing with the people in Denmark, some that couldn't... Uh, uh, understand English, we could always go through the brochure with them. <laughs> but it was an exciting and then you time. And the end has got that prayer yeah. Yeah. to receive Jesus. Yeah. So it makes it wonderful because then, you know, you could just say, if you want to receive him, say this we, prayer. <laughs> we took these 75 kids over there for, uh, actually it was Easter vacation, 1970. And they estimated that they probably prayed with, a, they estimated around 1,500 kids on the street. Wow in that in that week and that literally that literally started a a a revival in those scandinavian countries those kids took off and they developed coffee houses and all this kind of stuff all this kind of came about as part of the what you really term the jesus movement so uh, lonnie played a, a huge role in 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 that and of course he was a uh, that little long-haired hippie running around and it looked like his pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> so get uh, back to uh, All Saints where you shared. Well, uh, yeah, so <clears throat> when uh, uh, we came back and shared, uh, we, of course, shared the whole story about Lonnie. And, and uh, uh, when I shared, we had a, a 15-year-old kid who had been uh, busted for selling drugs on uh, campus school, yeah, school yeah. and his parents were members of our congregation and they were just devastated because uh, they were both in the educational system uh, his mom was a teacher and his dad was in charge of the uh, 
Southern California Teachers Association. Uh, so they were very active in, uh, you know, higher education. But uh, so uh, when when this uh, happened with uh, with Lonnie. Uh, well, first, tell about the, when you read the scripture in our Episcopal Church that several came forward and... Well, yeah. Well, when we came back from Denmark, they asked me to share our experience in the church. So uh, I, I shared the whole thing. And I went through the four steps to peace with God, with the congregation. And after... And when, four different services that yeah. day. Oh, wow. Yeah, so the whole congregation. But the main, the main family service at ten o'clock, uh, uh, our our priest said, you know, I have a hunch that some of you would like to know more about what Fred's been sharing. Said, uh, why don't we all go over to the parish hall and have coffee? But if you are interested in knowing more, why you come forward and you can uh, share personally he was with a spirit-filled priest with uh, with Knew me. What God wanted. Yeah. So. I don't know, there was about a dozen that stayed behind that we had the opportunity to, to uh, share with and, and pray with. Uh, some of them had already, I think, committed their mm -hmm. lives to Christ. I think they were more the, uh, uh, the, the ones that were with it in our, yeah. in our church. But this kind of uh, launched... Uh, our Sunday night fellowship. Until about John, when you uh, were when, So when I shared with our church, uh, this 15-year-old kid who had been busted for selling drugs on the campus, uh, he uh, uh, came uh, forward to, to, he wanted to talk with me because we, because of his problem, his folks actually brought him up here to see if we couldn't share with him and do something couldn't with him, save him prior to this time. No, we can't, but we know who can. Yeah, we can't <laughs> save him, but we know who can. So uh, anyway, he came and wanted to talk with me. And uh, so I, in the course of conversation, I said, John, wouldn't you like to commit your life to Christ and experience some of these things that I've been sharing about with these young people that we took to Copenhagen? So he said, yes, I would. So I prayed with him. He committed his life to Christ. And, uh, oh, what, about a month later? <laughs> about a month later, his mom called me up and said, oh, Fred, John's in trouble. He stole a motorcycle and went to San Diego to visit his biological father. Now he's in juvenile hall. <laughs> he so needed she, the Holy Spirit. Yeah, so I, she said, will you go down and see <laughs> if you can help him to work something out. So anyway, I went down, and again, we had the opportunity to pray with John and uh, get him out of his his problem. Tell, tell her about what you gave him when he first committed his life to the Lord that Sunday. Well, yeah, when I, when I prayed with him the first time, uh, when I committed my life to Christ, Ruth bought me a little Oxford New Testament, real goatskin leather and India paper. I mean, it was beautiful. <laughs> I still have it. Wow. <laughs> but uh, so when John committed his life to Christ, I bought one of those for him, put his name in there, the date that he committed his life to Christ. I wanted to have something to yeah. remind him yeah. of his commitment. Well, uh, uh, when, when he was in Juvenile Hall, uh, 
when he, uh, you know, I, I was trying to share with him that I'm, you know, I'm 50 years old and he's 15, so we have a lot in common. <laughs> so I was trying to share with him and he was sitting back looking at the ceiling, tapping his foot, you know, let me out of here. <laughs> but when he got up to go, I noticed that he had that New Testament in his back pocket, all, all <laughs> kind of crumpled up. They'd been sitting on it. I mean, I treasured mine, but uh, uh, he, he was pretty rough on it. <laughs> but he had it. Yeah. That was the that was the whole key. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we we decided that we needed to get him together with kids who had had a similar experience. So yeah. and get that, him filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, <laughs> that's when we took him down to Calvary Chapel, uh -huh. uh, where Lonnie was Lonnie was uh, preaching on Wednesday nights, mm. and Ken Gillickson on Friday night. And Chuck, of course, did his teaching on Sunday. But uh, so that's that's kind of where we got started with it. And uh, we, the Lord really laid on my heart that shouldn't be just happening at Calvary Chapel. That ought to be on every church in the land. We were having a caravan going down. Yeah, there we had a caravan for a couple of months. <laughs> yeah. So I was driving down the freeway one day, and the Holy Spirit really spoke to me and said, you know, that shouldn't be happening just at yeah. Calvary Chapel. Why don't you invite Lonnie to come to Riverside and do the same thing here? On Sunday night. So you were the one who invited him out here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Come on. Wow. So I, uh, I went to our priest and asked him, and our, our vestry yeah. got permission to invite him. I, and uh, then I went down to Chuck Smith. I didn't want to invite Lonnie without getting Chuck's permission. Yeah. So I told Chuck what the Lord had laid on my heart. And I knew Chuck from before. He was up in the Crone area. We'd, we'd met him. So he knew who I was and what we were up to. <laughs> so uh, I told him I'd like to invite Lonnie to come on Sunday night if it was all right with him because he was only speaking on Wednesday nights at yeah. Calvary Chapel. So he said, well, that sounds like a good idea to me. He said, I, as a matter of fact, I think there are a few young people who were kind of involved in a uh, kind of a home group up here that uh, might be beneficial to So anyway, he gave me permission to invite Lonnie. He said, when would you like to start? Yeah, when would you like to start? And I said, well, not before Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> so Ruth and I, we made up a little brochure and we went out on the streets and we passed these out, and particularly down in the old uh, downtown area, which kind of became a walking mall at that time. And that's where the kids were hanging out, mm -hmm. so we went down there and passed out, and we had we had 75 kids show up the, the first, first night. night. Yeah, <laughs> and wonderful. of the 75, three went forward and committed their lives to Christ. And we had the love song there. Yeah, love we had the love wonderful. song, and uh, yeah. That was the beginning. That was the first part of the divine yeah. encounter. <laughs> well, that's kind of where the started. Yeah. It? Yeah, oh. and. Uh, so then uh, uh, we invited Lonnie, you know, to come on a weekly basis. Every He'd come every Sunday night. Mm -hmm. And it uh, wasn't any time at all. We started in the parish hall. And within a couple of months or so, we had the parish hall full of kids. We had, them, uh, had overflow. So we moved into the church. And, uh, oh, uh, wasn't wasn't too long until we had the church full. I mean, they were sitting in the choir lofts and on the floor, and <laughs> wow. the whole church was full. But we actually, we had, we had uh, uh, 
what what did I say? Uh, how many kids committed their lives to Christ? A thousand the first year. Yeah, over a thousand the first wow. year. And we knew because we gave them each a little New Testament, uh, modern day English, when yeah. they committed and their the lives to the Lord. And the sign of the fish that we had developed. Uh, and our priest had a little metal cross that said, uh, Jesus saves. Jesus saves. Oh, wow. <laughs> We'd give them that. Wow. So they we, had, you know, some. Uh, uh, tokens to remember. Yes. yes. <laughs> wow. So we gave out, yeah, a thousand of those that first year. It was yeah. wonderful. Wow. <clears throat> so that's kind of. And was Lonnie coming every week at that point? Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Okay. yeah. Wow. And, and Lonnie, then Lonnie would minister at the church, mm -hmm. but we had to close up the church, you know, yeah. when we were finished with his ministry. And then we talked to them. Well, they would come forward there, yeah. but then we told them, yeah, no, we would you invite need to be them baptized to come. with the Holy Spirit, and if you come will on. come with us, we brought them up to the house here. Wow. We had the afterglow here. Did you? And this is where yeah. we prayed with them to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah. And what was that like? Oh, oh it was, was overwhelming. Yeah. It was beautiful. <laughs> wow. And Lonnie was so wonderful. He was able, you know, to minister to those young people. Wow. So he would come a, to the afternoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. That was he all was, part of it. It was all Lonnie's wow. ministry. We kind of started what we called the afterglow. <laughs> yeah. Point, yeah. Wow. And how old was he around that time? Was he? Oh, what well, was he? Probably, probably maybe 20, maybe. Okay. Yeah, 20, he was. 21. Yeah, he was Yeah, young. he was just wow. a kid, really. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I don't, and then I don't Greg, he was only 18 when he brought him up to us. We go, oh dear, he was long blonde hair, hippie, you trying know, to, like He was Lonnie. trying to be another Lonnie. <laughs> and at first we said, well, we're not too sure if this is the one that should take over when Lonnie was ready to leave. But then it looked like Lonnie thought it was. So we said, well, we'll see. So we let him come. Wow. And look what God did through his ministry. It's unbelievable. And through... Lonnie kind of identifying that. Greg Laurie launched Harvest Crusades and all that. Yeah. All but that, it was yeah. Lonnie. It was wow. Lonnie yeah. that wow. got him involved with it. And yeah. then, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It is a wonderful. It's a wonderful story, really. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. <laughs> so, again, it wasn't anything that we planned or, no. or uh, promoted. I mean, it was just mm -hmm. a, a God thing. It just. Wow. Just all kind of came together. And then we just. We would go every uh, week on Friday down to the mall mm -hmm. and minister down there and try to get the young people to come. Well, we'd pass out invitations, yeah. you know, to Yeah, so we'd kids. have some exciting experiences there, which wow. would take all day to share. But anyway, <laughs> uh, that that is kind of the vocal point yeah. of how it all began here, yeah. And how long was that season where Lonnie was coming down? Oh. Well, Lonnie, Lonnie was with us for about a year, oh. and then he wanted to he was in, got involved with Bob Mumford and mm -hmm. the the well, shepherding group, and so he went back me. east, and that's when uh, well we had Chuck Smith Jr. for a while, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, then uh, uh, that that didn't really work out too well. Chuck just liked to teach; he wasn't really an evangelist; mm -hmm. he was just a teacher. Yeah. So we we'd had the church full, but by the time uh, uh, I guess probably six or eight months he was here. It kind of dwindled down. The kids were not interested in that as much that as they Chuck were. That was Chuck Smith's son. Yeah. yeah. But uh, <clears throat> so then we uh, uh, invited, uh, uh, well, Lonnie actually Lonnie brought him, yeah. uh, Greg 
glory to us. Oh, cool. Uh, and he had just recently committed his life to Christ. But so when he first came to us, uh, he he liked to share, and he was he was sharing some of Bob Mumford's yeah <laughs> sermons and <Good>. what have you. <laughs> but he was uh, just a brand new Christian. Yeah, he was. Lonnie was ministering at the high school there. Mm -hmm. And that's when Greg saw that group and committed his life to wow. the Lord. Yeah. yeah. So it's been exciting to. So, you know, he ministered in our Episcopal church for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he did. It finally came to the point where our priest uh, uh, came to me one day and said, Fred, we really need to do something about this Sunday night. Because they had the church full. Yeah. And the kids were putting their feet on the nailers and it wasn't always just. <laughs> wasn't the uh, formal Episcopal service. It was more of a Calvary Chapel. <clears throat> so he said, we really need to do something about this. So I went down to Chuck, and there was a, a, a vacant uh, Baptist church on Arlington Avenue at that time, and it had been vacant for a couple of years. So I went down to Chuck and said, look, we really need to, to make uh, some adjustments here. And I said, Maybe what we should do is is see about that vacant church. Maybe they really need a church experience, the the, the total deal. Because yeah. at All Saints, we were paying all the bills. They just come and have a party every Sunday night. We didn't ever take up an offering. We never yeah, took we up started. offerings and yeah. that sort of thing. So that's kind of how it evolved. Chuck went, sent some of his men out there. They ended up buying that church, and that's where the harvest Maybe is today. Maybe you knew Keith Ritter, did you? No, he was the one that... that Keith uh, Ritter. Yeah, yeah, he was a friend of ours that, wow. uh, from Orange County. Kind of to be an overseer up there yeah. when they first started at that little Baptist church. Well, of course, they filled it. And yeah. now they've added to the, that facility and have a big wow. ministry now. With well, it's really amazing though, how God had, yeah. has used uh, Greg. You know, and He related to the kids. The ki kids. And now he has like probably six satellites. Oh, and wow. he, I heard him, his own voice over the radio tell that he ministers to 50,000 young people every weekend now wow. with his yeah. satellite churches and all. So, Amazing. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's a God thing for sure. Wow. <laughs> it's beautiful to see how that just all yeah. came from just this little 15-year-old needing Making, help. Needing help, yeah. It was just a God thing all the way. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So beautiful. So that's that's kind of the yeah. story of how the harvest uh, uh, got started, but and it's been beautiful to see how God has used Greg and you know in evangelism and with the Harvest Crusades at the yeah. uh, Anaheim Stadium, Dodger Stadium, mm -hmm. and now uh, I guess he's having a crusade. Where did they say? Uh, in Boise. Boise, yeah, know. we're excited oh, about cool. that. We have family in Boise that need yeah. Jesus, so yeah. we're excited about that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah, it's going to be fun to be able to share that. I just heard that this morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah we have a little pillow speaker that would sometimes if we're not able to sleep too well, we listen to. And he was on this morning early about 5 o'clock. Yeah and saying he was going to go to Boise. And I, oh, praise the Lord, going to Boise, wonderful. <laughs> so anyways, being used of God yeah. in a wonderful way, and we're excited. Yeah, wow. Yeah. 
So I think that's pretty much the story about that's, our well, involvement with Lonnie. Well, yeah, and, and how the harvest uh, uh -huh, got yeah. started. Yeah, so it's been exciting. But wow. we've had we've had the privilege of, of really uh, having hope groups in our in our home way back when 1961 yeah. started, I think. So it's been a long time that we've been having these meetings. <clears throat> we first basis. started when we were living in Orange, and we had a weekly Bible study there. It wasn't really a Bible study. It was just inviting our friends to come and go through the scriptures together rather than somebody teaching it. We just started reading the New Testament and saying, well, what do you think? I mean, what do you think about this? And well, it was we so went wonderful. through the New Testament verse by verse. It took us 10 years. Yeah. Wow. 10 years. That's yeah. awesome. It was wonderful. Dedication right there. Uh -huh. yeah. It was wonderful. Well, it was an exciting time because we had, we'd get together every Tuesday night and Ruth would always fix a wonderful dessert. So it was a, a fun time as well as yeah. uh, first we started with quite a few of the women uh -huh. and their men weren't interested and then they would come once in a while and they go oh that was kind of fun let's go again mm -hmm. so we finally got the men to come okay. he uh, fred, they came because of the desserts <laughs> <laughs> fred was uh, uh, with a group of uh, businessmen who were fishing buddies as well and they'd go every year on a fishing trip at, well after Fred committed his life to the Lord, that's a totally other story. Yeah. After he came back and after he committed his life to the Lord, his fishing buddies, uh, they weren't too open to hearing all that he had to share. Mm -hmm. But uh, he, he went fishing with them. One day they said, we're getting a little tired of these evangelistic trips. <laughs> <laughs> And when we'd go on these fishing trips, that's all we'd be talking yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> but after 10 years, they all came to a personal commitment, wow. which was exciting too. That first they didn't, they thought it was yeah. a little far out. <laughs> yeah. uh, but God is was faithful. Well, so he that has was, his way. Yeah, yeah he has awesome. his way. So yeah. he, the Lord left us there to get that job finished. Then he brought us up to, to, uh, this Riverside area, and we got involved then with Lonnie and other things, and so that's how it's kind of progressed. Wow. <laughs> and did you guys journey with Lonnie after that season as well, or stay in touch? With oh him? yeah, we yeah. we made trips we to England with Lonnie with and to South Actually, Africa. Actually, did you go to South? Did you go to Hawaii with him? Uh, no, we didn't go to Hawaii with Guess him. Guess who we went with him with? Where? The Vineyard. You did. We yeah. actually we had meetings here in our home with the vineyard young people. Wow. Uh huh. Until we went, until we went on that trip with Lonnie. Oh wow. And uh, with the vineyard group, with yeah. How was the South Africa with, trip? Like, oh, it was wonderful. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Oh. That was a that was Lonnie's <laughs> first trip to South Africa. Wow. And uh, that's when uh, uh, oh uh, Dave Owen. Uh, they started a vineyard in, they started in the vineyard there. South Africa. I think. Uh -huh. A lot of things evolved from that. but. Uh, and we had a couple of those preachers come from there and stay over with us oh. here. Yeah, it was and Robert. Wonderful, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and then we went also to England with... Uh, with the John Wimber, oh, yeah. and uh, yeah. it was that was a wonderful experience. The first trip there. that John took to England, we you were, were on the first trip. Yeah, wow. I don't know if that was, but I but yeah, it was for us. Do you first. remember any uh, testimonies from that trip? Oh yes, 
I, I wouldn't be able to recall them. Well, I would like to share the one that was most meaningful mm. to me. Yeah, well, to us, yeah. actually. Yeah. They took us from um, uh, from London to... Chorleywood. Chorleywood, a uh -huh. church outside yeah. of, the, of London. Uh, yeah. And so we went out there, and we had meetings, and Lonnie was the minister, and <clears throat> the people flocked in. It was an Anglican church, so it was quite formal, mm -hmm. <laughs> and but uh, and people flooded in. Well, they were Lonnie was ministering, and then at the end of the service, he was asking if anybody had needs, if they would like to be prayed for, come forward. A lot of people went forward, and there were so many people that there was a little lady in a wheelchair right next to us. She couldn't get up the there because there were so many people going up. Well, when Lonnie gave the invitation, <laughs> the whole church went wow. forward. It was it was uh, an Anglican church. I mean, they weren't uh, accustomed to uh, that kind of evangelism. You know? Wow, a lot of them had yeah. needs. Yeah. So here's yeah. this little lady right beside us. This was a divine encounter that the Lord set us next to her. And so we're waiting, waiting, and it just didn't look like it was going to make a, a way for her. And so I just reached her over, and I just said, Honey, guess what? Lonnie is not the healer. Mm. Jesus is the healer, and he can heal you. And so we prayed with her, and guess what? She jumped up out of the wheelchair, Come on. <laughs> what? Yeah. and she started running around the Pushing church. Pushing her wheelchair. What? And the people <laughs> realizing what had happened, they're getting up on the seats. You know, standing they have their seats. They're standing <laughs> up on the seats and watching this woman. Wow. Pushing her wheelchair wow. around the church. Totally healed of MS. She had MS. And she was just so excited about what God had done for her, and that really broke the meeting open wide. Wow. When the next day we asked about her, and they said, oh, she's over there in the park having a wonderful time. She's out in the park. Wow. It was so good, well, so we particularly had a confirmation that it had happened. Wow. <laughs> it was especially meaningful for us because our daughter battled MS for 20 years. Wow. And was she in a wheelchair. Yeah, eventually. Wow. And had many prayers, but Passed God away. didn't uh, no. yeah. heal her that way. He just took her home. <laughs> it was okay. God had a plan, and it was beautiful because she had three beautiful daughters who loved Jesus now, and they're carrying on her heritage. It was just beautiful. But anyway, that was one of the exciting things happened. Then Lonnie took us to the park. This was after we were kind of... Uh, the meetings were over. And we yeah. were kind of just sightseeing a bit. Mm -hmm. Lonnie said, well, let's go to the park. So just the three of us, we went yeah. to the park. And so while we were sitting there, we saw this group of kids, mostly guys, well, all except one yeah. girl out there with a bunch of guys. So we we're looking at them and thinking, oh, they need Jesus. These kids need Jesus. And so I felt like I needed to go and talk to that girl. But I thought, oh, dear, what am I going to do with all those guys? But I walked over there, and, and she was open to me talking to her. Mm. Guess what? I got to pray with her, and she received Jesus. Mm. It was so exciting. And so <laughs> that was about it for that day there at the park. Then we well, came back, yeah. and Lonnie wanted to go back again. I said, let's do and find out. Let's go look that girl up and yeah. see how she's doing. You know, so we went back, and guess what? She'd gotten a job at the little uh, uh, hamburger stand right there, yeah. and she yeah. was helping in there. 
And I said, oh, I'm so glad to see you. And Fred had given me a little gold cross. And I said, I want you to have this because wow. this is to remind you that you accepted Jesus. And wow. this is so important. So she, we got the confirmation that she was following the Lord. Wow. <laughs> That's so beautiful. So those were the two exciting miracles yeah. that we had a part to play in. You know, Otherwise, the wow. young people were coming forward and being ministered to yeah. in the church. Well, it had just erupted, you know. <clears throat> yeah. I love how specific the Lord used you to bring pray for the girl with MS yeah. and how specific it was for your own lives, how redemptive yeah. it is. That's very special. Oh, that is very, very special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was interesting that she would have MS when, you know, we've had, yeah. had a situation with our daughter all these years. And, yeah, and then God yeah, brought so God used that really wow. to uh, open the door really for you to share with her. And then yep. we got to go to the beach with Lonnie with those baptismals, you know, with hundreds of kids out there in the ocean yeah. getting Is baptized. That Corona Del Mar? Yeah. yeah. You guys were there? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, we were there. What was that like? Oh, it oh, was just it was amazing. Yeah. Actually, well, that gives another chapter for John. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's another beautiful chapter, this 15-year-old kid. So, <laughs> after, <laughs> after we got him out of Juvenile Hall, and then we took him down there to Calvary Chapel. Lonnie was ministering. He was still kind of like this. He didn't really want to go. His mom called us up and said she wanted us to take him to take him down there to Calvary Chapel. So we went to pick him up, and he was not happy. His mom had evidently insisted he go. He was just like this all the way. Well, just, he was mm. kind of a rebellion, you know, like this. <laughs> With his arms he was, crossed. Yeah, he was, uh, yeah. he was yes. going, but not because he wanted to. <laughs> and he had on a big, heavy... Uh, jacket with a hood. And this was in August and, in Riverside. And it was hot, and he was hiding with that, you know. He, it, anyway, we got him there, and uh, pretty soon, well, after this, the kids... Well, kids, uh, this was just the beginning of Calvary <laughs> Chapel, and yeah. the kids would all lock arm in arm, and they'd be swaying back and forth. I mean, that place was wild. And, uh, you know, they were clapping and all this. So we took John, and he was like this when we got there. <laughs> But the kids started singing and they started clapping. And the first thing I noticed, Johnny was clapping. Wow. And, and it wasn't it wasn't too long. The hood went back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, his life was changed. Yeah. yeah. Did he get baptized that day? Yes. No, no, no. Well, but not, that night, no. Chuck came in and did yeah. that. Uh, well, Chuck, uh, that night before... Oh, and just, Lonnie did give a, 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 an invitation. Well, we'd already prayed prayed with John, yeah. so yeah, yeah. Lonnie came and gave an invitation, but John didn't go forward. But I was I was a little concerned because uh, I was really kind of expected more of a response from him. Yeah, yeah. But as we walked okay. out of the church that night... God was working in spite just, of us. Just before we left, <laughs> Chuck Smith came in and said, we're going to have a baptismal at... Corona Del Mar on Saturday, what? and that was the first one. No so uh, as we walked out of the church that night, I was just trying to carry on a conversation with John. I said to John, I said, John, how would you like to go to that baptismal service Saturday? He didn't even answer me. <laughs> a couple of days later, his mom called. She said, Fred, uh, what's this about John being baptized Saturday? <laughs> I act like I knew all about it. That was a shock to me. So I told her what was going on. She said, well, you know, John can't go down there and just be baptized by himself. 
would it be all right if we came along? Could we bring some of our friends? Because in the Episcopal Church, you don't just get baptized. you got to have witnesses. And, and godparents. It's a godparents, <laughs> and it's a big thing. Yeah. Well, I said, sure, it would be wonderful. So they that Saturday, I mean, there must have been three or four car yeah, loads. Yeah, we had a caravan going a caravan down. Caravan down there, and uh, uh, John was John was baptized. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of how all that went now. Well, then we came back up to the ranch yeah, here. Yeah, well, we came back up here, and... Uh, uh, and I fixed some dessert for us, you know, for when yeah. we came back. And so we were just sitting in the living room having a little fellowship, and uh, then we started to... Well, Ruth had noticed that John had that little New Testament that <laughs> yes, I bought him. Come on. Still, come so, on. Wow. so she said uh, uh, we were just sitting, uh, the kids were on the floor, and I was sitting on the step in the living room there. She said, uh, John, why don't you pull out your New Testament and open it up and see what God would say to us today on the day of your bap- baptism. So, and his his father, his stepfather was here, and his mom and the people from the church. I mean, we were all here. We'd been to the baptismal service. <clears throat> so John pulls out his New Testament. And he starts to read, and it's Romans six or five, I think, or six, six, where, six, where it talks about being baptized and <laughs> you know buried and raised to new life. And his <laughs> his stepfather said, John, where did you? How did you know? Uh, how'd you find that scripture? He said, I just opened it up. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Reading. Divine encounter. Wow. They gave the scriptural background for the whole yeah. thing. And his dad so hadn't even really committed his life to Christ. <laughs> uh, within a couple of weeks, uh, uh, we had taken his stepdad to lunch. He had a, a friend of mine from our church that was really committed. And uh, his dad, uh, stepdad, committed his life to Christ. Wow. And, yeah. <laughs> it was such a divine encounter. So, wow. Yeah. So that was one day, the baptisms at Corona del Mar on that Saturday? Uh-huh. Yeah. That was the and, same day, And yeah. hundreds of people got baptized? Or oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't remember probably how many. Probably more like 200. They, yeah. We actually had See, a magazine, was... and we haven't been able to find it again, but it's, we've got a picture there. And our grandson found us in the picture. What? He said, Grandma and Grandpa, no, you're there. Are you were yes, there. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we are. Oh, and yeah. now somehow it's gotten misplaced. No, we're going, where is that magazine? We don't know. Maybe somebody wanted to take it. And, yeah. yeah, but I don't know where it is. But anyway, we had that <clears throat> happen, which was wonderful. Yeah, it was a wonderful day. Well, and so we saw revival, and then yeah. the church was, you know, just mm-hmm. packed and then going off. Then with uh, Greg Laurie, it's all, that's all just kind of continued on beautifully, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that came up about the baptismals on yeah. stage, because that was part of our John story, our 15-year-old kid. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So it was... Oh, those were exciting days yeah. and all lot of things were going oh, yeah. on. Yeah, we have other miraculous stories yeah. we could tell, too, about young people's lives that were touched, wow. yeah, through the ministry there at All Saints. So, yeah, actually, the ministry in, in our Episcopal Church really carried on for several years wow. uh, with, with Greg and then finally uh, moved out to Arlington Avenue and, you know, it's just exploded really since then so he's uh, God has used him in a powerful way in evangelism 
you know, really pretty much all, wow. all over the America. So now around even, the world, really. Yeah, even yeah. around the world. Yeah. And were you guys uh, at any of the early vineyard meetings? Oh, yes. Oh. Now that's another were story. You that's You'll have to say, this is a different chapter. This, okay. is, <laughs> this is regarding, yeah, well, this is the vineyard. We've got exciting stories yeah, to tell about it. The, the reality is... <laughs> I I had an office in Orange, you know, the city of Orange, uh, before all of this took place, and that was my office. Yeah, this was before this happened. With I mine. actually had leased out part of my office to the Orange Credit Service, and that's where John Wimber and uh, uh, Candy. She was working in his office. Okay. For him and for the for the okay. collection agency, she was a common back. receptionist and for us. And we didn't us. know each other oh, at wow, that point. Really? Okay. So I I started sharing with her, and she said, "Well, man, you need to talk to these guys back here." It was John Wimber and, and uh, Dick uh, Hines. Dick, yeah, Dick Hines. <laughs> okay, thank you, Lord. Uh, they both committed their lives him, to Christ, and they were no. they were sharing with Candy as well. <laughs> And that was before she had really made uh -huh. a commitment. Wow. But uh, uh, so we, we had the opportunity to pray with her. Um, so you met John through sharing an office. With yeah. That yeah. is incredible. Yeah. And, uh, divine connections. Oh, yes. The divine and you had already campus. done stuff with Lonnie before that. Yeah. Well, uh, no, John had. Uh, you had, though. I had been with Lonnie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I actually I had the privilege of introducing John to the Holy Spirit uh, and years before he met Lonnie. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> what was that story? Well, from meeting him in my office, I I had just come into that experience myself. Wow. So I brought he and Dick Hines into my office, uh, my private office, and we prayed with them to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. John went home went out for a walk in the orange grove and this is part of his testimony he had an overwhelming experience with god out in the orange grove all by himself wow. so he knew it was real wow. i mean it wasn't something that somebody a trip that somebody put on him but he had a, an overwhelming experience with the lord all by himself and that that really cemented his relationship with uh, uh the Holy Spirit as, as well for, for John. So uh, then uh, <clears throat> Carol, his wife, uh, and they started coming to our Bible study in Orange. And then Carol uh, talked to their uh, friend's uh, pastor, told them that they were attending this Bible study, and she shared a little about it. And he, he told them, oh, you stay away from that. That's of the devil. So they pulled out, and we didn't really have much contact with John for 15 years. Yeah. Wow. About 15 years later, he went, uh, he uh, actually, through this little secretary that we had, he started a, uh, a uh, group in her house, mm. and it, that eventually became Calvary Chapel of Yorba Linda. But that was after the 15-year lapse. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and wow. uh, we had hardly heard from them at all. Wow. It was like they were a little leery about what was happening yeah. in our home, and you know we just said, well, wow. God works through you know 
getting them baptized with the Holy Spirit and they're out there and we heard good things about John with his ministry in the Friends yeah, Church. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, so he, that was encouraging and then he went to work for for the other group and went on uh, church planning. Well, yeah, over. he he uh, became an adjunct professor for uh, uh, Fuller. Yeah. Fuller. Yeah. yeah, okay. And we we heard about the success that he was having and I I remember thinking, you know, the gifts of God are without recall. Yeah. And even though he didn't acknowledge, didn't continue to witness about the fullness of the Holy Spirit, I remember thinking to myself, the fruit is there. Yeah. And because he got involved in personal evangelism and, and uh, then uh, with uh, 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 Calvary Chapel, and that, that's where it just really kind of mm -hmm. exploded. But then tell about his uh, getting discouraged with his ministry, with the church planting, and back east somewhere in a hotel room. He yeah. goes, he came to his wits well, end. He said, God, what what is this all about? And yeah. he actually said, I was laying on the floor just well, saying, God, I I just think that we well, can Well, just... he, he started tra traveling in this with Fuller, this uh, church growth ministries. Yeah. But he, he found that most of these pastors were not interested in building the church. They were more interested in building their own wow. little uh, kingdom. Wow. And uh, he got very, well, he really got burnt out. And they and probably weren't charismatic churches they either. Weren't. They weren't. <laughs> That's why uh, they got burned out pretty easy. But he was in, I think he <laughs> said Chicago, in a hotel room, and flat on his face, just totally burnt out, totally discouraged, and crying out to God, "There's God, there's got to be more. I mean, this can't be right, because most of these pastors were just interested in their own little church, not the kingdom of God. So... Uh, uh, he was crying out to God, and he said, where have we missed it? You know, this, there's got to be more to this. And the Holy Spirit spoke to him and said, when you walked out of the Waz Bible study 15 years ago is where you missed it. And then he Isn't tried, he tried, to, he tried <laughs> yeah. to call me. We never made connection, but then about a year after that was when he, uh, then he became a pastor of uh Calvary Chapel of Yorba Linda yeah. and they were having a pastor's conference up in the mountains I think uh, we're uh, forgotten Chuck Smith's yeah, deal I up there up Big Bear. and uh, <clears throat> they were having this pastor's conference and Lonnie as, as usual he just happened to blow in at that time <laughs> and started praying for these guys well John he prayed for John I don't know whether he went down or what but he really hadn't experienced, but he knew it was real because he'd experienced yeah. that all by himself 15 years wow. before wow. and had never done anything with it. Wow. So that's when he tried to get a hold of me. And well, they were having, he and Lonnie were having lunch one day and something came up about Riverside. And Lonnie said, well, I, uh, I had a part in, in uh, establishing Riverside. And he said, that started Fred Waugh's house. John said, do you know Fred Wall? <laughs> yes. So that's when we got back together again, and we went to England with him in South Africa. Oh and really, we were there when they established the vineyard. Wow. Uh, 
Yeah. So How special. That yeah. was when they were meeting in the high school wow. auditorium. Yeah. 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 The Center yeah. and the Canyon. Canyon. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So then we we started going down there after we got back together, you know, and it was having wonderful fellowship. Yeah. Then when they moved further in, yeah. we said it's just a little yeah. far for us yeah. to go every well, weekend. And the so. Lord really uh, made me feel like we needed to be involved right in our own community yeah. and be sharing here, not yeah. that, that that was going well with John yeah. and the rest yeah. of it. So were you at that meeting at Canyon on Mother's Day where Lonnie shared? Yeah. And no, we weren't there that day. No, Lonnie, uh, see, uh, John met Lonnie up when, when Lonnie came up the mountains when they were having yeah. this pastor's conference. Yeah. And that's when he invited Lonnie to come uh, down to okay. to your, uh, to your yeah. uh, Santa Ana Canyon. Yeah. And that's when that Mother's Day yeah. meeting yeah. took place. Yeah. Okay. But it wasn't, uh, oh, maybe, I don't remember how long, but maybe a month or so later that okay. when he found out that, that uh Lonnie knew me that oh, we got yeah, yeah. the whole thing together. And you did some world travel with oh, John yeah. and Lonnie. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. How special. That yeah. was really special, wow. yeah. And you had a different history with Lonnie years before even meeting Oh, John. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Wow. So, the Lord is... All of it was divine encounters. Yeah, nothing we nothing planned that we planned or bringing you know, it together and having it was just and those were exciting things happening. amazing. <laughs> Divine know. encounters, Isn't really. Fun? We love to live that I way, that. like today. Wow. You're here, and we're just enjoying having you here. It's just another divine encounter. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> wow. oh, God is so good, and we just live that way, what, day by day, expecting wow. something exciting yeah. to happen every day. Yeah. <laughs> and wow. we've seen so many miracles now with our kids right here, wow. and they're loving the Lord and excited about what God's doing in their lives and in our lives, and it's exciting and wonderful. Yeah. 97 years old. Yeah. And still on fire for the Lord. What's the secret? Jesus, Jesus, all the way, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah, nothing, nothing about us. No, no we're just, not us. We're just it's him. Uh, He's permitting us to be here for a yeah. purpose. Wow. We're excited because we see so many prophecies being fulfilled. We expect him to come any day. Come on. Yes. But those are all God things. They're not anything that somebody planned or projected. Well, what would you guys say, kind of in closing, I want you guys to pray over everyone listening too, but what would you say to encourage this next generation of people coming up um, as we, we want to see God do a new thing, we want to see revival, we want to step into all that he has, we want to be in love with Jesus and yeah. and be 97 years old and still burning for the Lord. What <laughs> Good. would you say to encourage the young well, people? Well, <clears throat> I today? would say it's not by power nor by might, but and it's by, by my spirit, spirit saith yes. the Lord. Because that's <clears throat> what it's all about. Yeah. It was the fullness of the Holy Spirit, being empowered by the Holy Spirit that has brought all of these things uh, into play. Because, yeah. <clears throat> you know, we've... Uh, uh, had a lot of, uh, uh, you know, just evangelism mm -hmm. apart from the Spirit, but it hasn't really exploded the way it has with the move of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So that's really what it's all about. It's the fullness of the Holy Spirit, and that's what the book of Acts is about. You know, uh, Luke uh, 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 chapter 24, I think it is, uh, uh, verse 49 says, you know, I don't want you to go out in your own power and your own strength, but go wait in Jerusalem till you be endued with power. Mm -hmm. And that yeah. power was power to be a witness, and that's yeah. Yeah. 
that's what happened, and that's that's where this explosion really has taken place. Wow. And uh, you know, this is a this is a, a great day in terms of what's happened uh, evangelism, but it's been by the Spirit. It's yeah. not not just uh, a commitment to Christ. There've been a lot of good, solid Christians for years that were, uh, you know, uh, they were effective witnesses, but nothing like this has happened. Uh, in terms of the Holy Spirit, the charismatic renewal was was the opening, mm-hmm. and and out of that came the Jesus movement. Yeah. That didn't happen uh, totally uh, um, by itself. That that was an outgrowth of the charismatic renewal, mm-hmm. and uh, that really has changed the face of Christendom uh, in, the, in these latter years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, my. Uh, my message would be uh, uh, go wait in Jerusalem mm-hmm. till you be endured with power because that's what it's all about. And it's not power to make you famous or yeah. macho, but it's power to be witnesses to Jesus. And uh, that's what we've seen in these latter years that have been, you know, it's really it's gone around the world. Mm-hmm. And there's, uh, there's the so-called Jesus movement, the charismatic renewal has really uh, energized Christianity around the world. Mm. No question about that. And my part to add would be encourage the young people to read the book of Acts and then know that that was just not history. That is for their relationship with God through the Holy Spirit for today to be endued with that power to live a life and to be able to go forth and be his witnesses. That's what it was all about. Jesus almost commanded them, go and wait until you are right. endued with power for what? To be my witnesses. And he said, greater things than I ever did, you were going to do. Yeah. And we've seen that happening, and it's only through the power of the Holy Spirit. And I think that we need to encourage the young people to get back to the Bible because yeah. it's God's word, not our word. Yeah. And we want everything that we do to have a scriptural foundation that we can say this is what God says and I think it's so important and I would encourage young people to go to a church where it's taught and uh, practiced practiced and and have the freedom because often you get into a situation where it's not that easily received they don't want to share for some reason well we know it's Satan that does not want this part of the Godhead brought to light because that's where the power is. Mm-hmm. So. And that's the second chapter of Acts ends <clears throat> with saying the promise is to you, you and your to your children, children to, to all who are, are far, far off, off even, even as many as the Lord our God, God shall call. Shall call. Yes. That doesn't limit it to the mm-hmm. day of Pentecost. Mm-hmm. That That's to the body of Christ mm-hmm. and that's that's been our our message, and we've seen uh, you know God move in amazing ways in that respect to make that real to the church. So uh, that's that's kind of where we have uh, been blessed to be a little part of wow. much of that. It's amazing. I would love for you guys just to uh, pray. There might be people listening who they don't know if they're full. They've, they've yeah. been baptized in the Holy Spirit, been full of the Spirit. 
and maybe they're hungry for that and they want that. Yes. Um, maybe you guys could just release a prayer for everyone listening for more of the Holy Spirit, however you feel led. Yeah. 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 Just kind of yeah. close in prayer and okay. um, go for it. Yeah. So, Lord, again, we just thank you for the privilege yes. that we have of knowing you and Lord for the beautiful gift of your Holy Spirit and how you have uh, poured out your spirit upon yes, all you. flesh. You said in the uh, uh, last days uh, you would uh, pour out your spirit upon all flesh. And Lord, we just thank you for the privilege that we've had of witnessing um, uh, that to, uh, to actually come to pass. Yes. So Lord, uh, again, even as... Uh, we pray, we pray for all of those who might be listening to this tape that they would be open, Lord, and would seek you mm-hmm. and seek your face and, and uh, uh, seek that empowerment. Uh, uh, Luke uh, uh, chapter 24, verse 49 says, uh, don't go out in your own power and your own strength, but go wait in Jerusalem till you be endued with power. Mm-hmm. And that power was the power of the Holy Spirit to be my witnesses, Lord. It's not to make any of us important people or macho, but uh, that uh, uh, the good news of Jesus would be spread around the world. So, Lord, we just pray that uh, you would uh, uh, continue, Lord, to all who listen to these tapes, Lord, that uh, they would be uh, uh, filled with your Holy Spirit and be those witnesses that you've called us all to be. Mm-hmm. So, Lord, again, we just thank you for the, your blessing to all of us. Lord, we, mm-hmm. none of us deserve it. It's just been your grace and your love and your blessing to each, uh, each one as we have committed our lives to, to you and to your kingdom and thank for you. the furtherance of the, of the good news, yes, Lord. Yes, thank you, Lord. Uh, so we just, again, we just... Thank you and praise you. And to God be the glory. Mm -hmm. To God be the glory. Amen, amen. Yes, and I would just like to say in the spirit, in the name of Jesus, lift up your hearts. Open your hearts to receive this glorious gift of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You will be filled. And so go rejoicing because he has his gifts. Those precious gifts that are included with this baptism of the Holy Spirit, yes. wisdom, to knowledge, all generations. prophecy, discernment, yes. healings, tongues, interpretation of faith, yes. all of these glorious gifts come along with it, and you need to be equipped with these gifts to go forth and be his witnesses. So God bless you. Go rejoicing, and we will rejoice thinking about you and praying for you as you go. In the name of Jesus, we pray it, we believe it, and we are praying for you to receive it in his name. Amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen, Thank you, Lord. so. Yes. Wow, what yeah. a, our joy, honey. Rich conversation. Thank you guys so much uh, for opening up your home. Oh, yes. Tea and cookies, and got to have a beautiful conversation in front of Lonnie Frisbee's painting. So Isn't it's been fun? just such an honor to connect. Thank well, you guys It's for been our time. joy. Yeah. It's been our We've joy. Just, uh, yeah. We love to we share just... these stories, but like I say, most of our stories are long stories. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but we enjoy sharing them every day. We'd love to share them. Yeah. 